You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with all right, well, the NFL season is officially over. Jerry and Al are with you. Um, I say that because to me, the Super Bowl, I don't, th- to me, the season's done now. Done. Now, now is all the hype and the nonsense and blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, by the way, they play a game on February 7th, which, you know, whatever. It's going to suck so, for Peyton Manning because he's just going to get the same question over and over again. Yeah. Is this your last game? If you win, are you out? If you lose, are you out? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm actually happy he's there though, just because I think he's he's been so good. It'd be nice to see him go out a winner, even if he doesn't win the Super Bowl. He's there. It's kind of cool. Um, you know who really sucks for though that the Panthers made the Super Bowl? Who Jerry? Who, well, Jerry? I'm glad you asked, Al. Jose Sabarinas. Who is that? Oh, well, oh. Jose Sabarinas. Since you're not familiar with that name, he's a Cardinals fan. Now, here's the issue. This idiot went and got the um, Super Bowl tattoo with the Cardinals on it already. The Super Bowl 50 logo and the Cardinal logo. The problem is they didn't win. Why would you do that prior to the game? We see these losers all the time, Jerry. They do this with um, the the Patriots are going to go 19-0 and or 20-0, and however many games there are. They'll get that tattoo. They'll get the Mets winning a World Series tattoo. I don't know if they do it thinking that will give them luck. I always would think the opposite, that the fact that I got this Cardinals Super Bowl tattoo means the Cardinals are not going to make it in. I would think so, too. Not that we really have anything to do with what happens on the field, but I feel the same way. So what is his game plan? Uh, He says nothing. He's going to leave it there because he believes it brought notoriety to him. And I guess it did because us two morons are talking about it. Uh, but still, it's silly. Like, Don LaGreca, I don't, you know who Don is. Yes. Don has a, or at least he used to, I imagine it's still there, has a huge tattoo on the back of his calf of the Devil Stanley Cup. I think the 2003 one, I don't remember, but he's got a Devil Did Stanley Cup. Did they win Cup. that it's, one? Yeah, huge. But he got it after they won it. Perfect. So you leave it there. This guy says he's going to leave it, but it's false. Like, it's it's not real. That would be like me saying, you know, putting up a tattoo on my shoulder that says, you know, Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl 48 champions. Right. What's the point? Why would Don get that on his um, calf? That seems like a place where, that seems an odd place for a man to get. I think if you're a man, you get a tattoo, you got to get because, it in your, on your arm, like well, with your bicep area. It's the whole length of his ankle up to his knee. It's huge. It really is big. So I don't know. Maybe he's got one on his back too. I'm not sure. I haven't seen Don <laughs> shirtless, uh, but I have seen him down the shore is that right? Shorts, yeah, of course. Um, and I know that he's got that. Does he go uh, those surf shorts to wear in the water or I, the traditional bathing I suit? I didn't see him swimming. Oh. Uh, I saw him out at a bar, and it was the middle of July. Out he was showing OBI, off the, uh, the tat? It, well, yeah. I mean, it's there. It's huge. So, of course. 
But I don't know. I, I just I wouldn't do it. I don't understand why people do it unless this is the reason for it. And if that's the case, you know what? Kudos to you. you that was yeah, but but we bit. But yeah, but you're interesting for a day and, and you a loser the, the, rest, tattoo, right? the rest of your life. Exactly. How about how about the guy that was in here the other day? The wing guy that had the American flag tattoo? Was that yes. Dan or John? I mean, unbelievable artwork. Dan. Nine hours it took yeah. him. People How do you really, sit there for nine hours? People are really into their tattoos. Very much so. Remember yeah. when Bob got it done live on SNY? Bob Dwyer, yeah. who works here, yeah. Remember oh, that? yeah, got the boomer tattoo. And that took four hours. Yeah. He just laid there. That was a nice day's work, huh? Yeah. I judge people with tattoos. Why? I feel like they're covering something up. And not just their skin. You've said that before. And They're you might, hiding in their own skin. Perhaps you're right. I know too many people that uh, I don't believe are that have them. So I think you get like a tattoo of your your child's name or your wife. or When you are covered in tattoos, sure. you are hiding in your own skin. You might be right. I don't That's why don't strippers know. and porn stars are filled with tattoos. Because they're hiding in their own skin exactly. when all they do is show their skin? Right, but in fact, they're not showing their skin. They're covering up by having the tattoos. Hmm. I never thought of it that way. I'm sure zero psychologists listen to this show, this podcast, but if they do, could you tweet, just say, if you say, hi, I'm a psychologist, wink, wink, <laughs> and that will mean I hear you, what you're saying, Al, and I agree with you. As a psychologist, Jerry. I got to talk to some people that have tattoos. I'm going to find that out. All right. How about this, Jerry? We love talking about diets and what people eat. You yes, love that stuff. I do. I, I do, yes. Uh, Chris Martin of Coldplay, he's a thin fellow. Okay. Somebody who, who seems to uh, have his weight completely under control. Right. His diet, and he says he's been doing it since he was very young, is once a week. Every week, once a week, he only has water. So one day out of seven. One day fast. hmm. They call it the 6-1 diet. Salicata does that. Really? Yes. A full day of not eating. Usually on Mondays, because on Sundays he will will eat like a machine, Tuesday through Saturday. And then Sunday with the games on, he will allow himself to have a couple of bottles of beer. He'll maybe have a couple slices of pizza, maybe some chips. And he believes, and what he has read, that the only way to flush that out to where that doesn't catch up to you is you literally have a, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, a 6-1 diet, a water cleanse, whatever it is, he will do nothing but drink about 150 ounces worth of water on Monday, yeah. and he just flushes the whole thing out. I wonder if he got that from Cold Place Chris Martin. Perhaps. Now, I've never heard of this until you yeah, said it. I've known Sal now, who's been on this diet, like lifestyle change, whatever you want to call it, since he started doing games with me at Columbia, which is now six years ago. So I'm pretty sure he probably didn't get it from Chris Martin, but maybe he did. And Sal is slim, would you say? Sal, yeah, Sal is Sal's very thin. Sal went from so when Sal started working at the radio station in the early 2000s, he weighed somewhere. I think he told me 230 or 240. 240. Yeah, very big. He was short, stocky, and he, as he pointed out, fat. And he showed me some pictures. I can't believe it's him. And then he got into this health craze late 2000s. And went started going to a gym with, a, believe it or not, a uh, listener of ours that owns uh, vitamin shops and is a trainer. So he started doing that every day for six months. And in that span of six months, put on a lot of muscle, lost a lot of fat, and changed his eating completely. And I'd say Sal is now probably, you know, 5'10", 175. Yeah. And in shape. And he eats great. 
Yeah, Chris Martin says, I did it, and then I found I could sing a bit better and also felt more grateful for food. My question would be, and I've asked Sal this, and I've never gotten an answer. I'd love to know what Chris Martin thinks. Not that we'll ever talk to him, I suppose. Yeah, well, he was. He, although he had this discussion at our own 1027 Fresh FM oh, in this building. How about that? We could have asked him about could it. Have, well, he he. I guess he revealed it there. Damn, that would have been. Well, I imagine he'll do a press conference in San Francisco. Maybe we should go to it and oh. ask him about his diet. Are you having food today, or just water, Mister Martin? Right. Is this the is this the one or the six? <laughs> I just don't know how you get through the day like that. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I've gone through. I have had days where I'll do nothing but water and shakes. It's not good or easy, but you can do it. Water just seems like my God. At some point, you gotta you're gonna see a chip on the table. I gotta eat something. No, right, starving. Yeah, really is that's crazy. All right. Um, hmm. speaking of eating, uh, Valentine's Day, you like to go out to dinner. I'm sure with your oh, honey. I love that. Right? Yeah, I'm sure you would like to get your girlfriend something. Something. Jerry. Now you know what do you usually go? You got the you get the candy. You got the flowers. Maybe you get your wife or your girlfriend lingerie, or maybe you get her. I don't know. Here's a different. Here's a different one. All right. Although I know you're not going to walk it's, into Victoria's Secret and buy anything. But it's that's not candy, lingerie, or flowers. Correct. Okay. Uh, have you heard of naming a star after somebody? I have. I mean, that cockamamie it's, thing, right? It's silly. How about this one? You can now, for Valentine's Day only, I suppose more than that, you can now name a cockroach after your Valentine. Oh, how do you do that? Yeah. They've done this for six years, and guess where this comes from? The Bronx Zoo. So the Bronx Zoo is offering people in the New York area your chance to name a cockroach after their loved ones for Valentine's Day. Now, here's why. Now, a lot of people say cockroaches, right? Gross. Right. What everybody misses is here's what cockroaches stand for. They never die. Independence, resilience, and they're a very big part of our ecosystem. Therefore, name your girlfriend after a cockroach. Hmm. You got a certificate? You got to get something, Something. I guess. How would that reaction go if you handed a certificate to your girlfriend and said, listen, I didn't go with the flowers. I didn't go with the lingerie. We passed on the chocolate. None of that. You you know, you don't like to eat that way anyway. Honey, happy Valentine's Day. And you present her a picture of a cockroach. Right. That is named, named after, after her. her. I don't think that would go well. So how do we do this? Unless your girlfriend or wife is like a science person or an insect person. Finds or that interesting. Into the atmosphere. Something. Right. Yeah, that's not going to go over well. How would anybody in their right mind do this? I don't know. And we're not going out for dinner. No hotel room. No nothing. I put it all into this cockroach naming situation. You cockroach. <laughs> this You're does, one and the same. This does remind me, not for Valentine's Day, just in general. I like the name is star after someone. I thought of this now that you brought this story about the cockroach and uh, driving in and parking today. What about name a New York City rat after someone? Why not? What the hell? You might as well, you should just, here's a perfect business idea. Al's Rat Lab or something like that, right? You Every time you see rats, and we see them often, tar- start taking pictures. Each picture you can sell to somebody. And say, this rat is named after you. Absolutely. I found him on uh, on Greenwich and Houston Street. Right. And then when one chokes itself around the cables in your car, you can send him the update. Right. Uh, your rat's dead. Unfortunately, your you rat is passed away. You need to buy a new away. rat. It was chewing on my timing belt when I started the automobile, <laughs> and it's dead. By the way, the parking situation around here is hideous it's today. It's bad. It's going to be parking Worse. everywhere. Oh. I, I've heard of so many businesses closed today because they have still haven't gotten their parking lots cleared yet yeah terrible really now i had terrible. An, an idea on twitter people seem to think it wouldn't work where why don't we just 
fire blast the snow instead of plowing it. Melt Great. It. I love it. They said, well, then it turns to water and then it, it freezes, but it's going to it's going to evaporate, isn't it? If I have super powerful flames, I would think your idea is a good one because the temperatures are above freezing this week. Yes, it will get cold at night, but yeah, I mean the water should go down the sewers. It's got to go somewhere, I guess. Maybe right. maybe that'll cause flooding. I don't know. I always wondered. I always thought from the time I was a kid, whenever it snowed and the you know the streets are always very slippery. I always wondered why don't we have you know heat roads? Like why aren't there like heat lamps underneath the roads? Heated sidewalks. I figured at some point we would. And then I realized, you know, the value of a dollar and then realized that would cost billions upon billions of dollars and that's never going to happen. But think about how great that would be. What if we just did it when from the, from now on, we start now, when we replace a sidewalk or a road, pave a road, then we do it. Great. Like, Let's go for it. We can't do it all at once, like you said. But for here going forward, when we do new stuff, heated. Yeah, it's kind of like, what was the stadium? Like Lambo. Remember when uh, they played that game? Oh, I'm sorry, not Lambeau. Uh, the game where the Packers played the Vikings in Minnesota yes, right. outside. ESPN did a great job. Yes. They took a camera crew underneath the bowels of that stadium, and they showed you how they keep the field heated. With so warm that, water, hot right, water. So that even though it was only, I don't know, one degree out and minus 25 with the wind chill, the field was fine. That's what we need. Yeah, when I got tackled in that game, I would have just stayed laying on the field. And just hug the heat. Yeah, just like put my face right. Like that's where you would want a face plant. Oh, by the way, right speaking the of warm. face planting, I almost face planted this morning. And I don't even know when I go out to my car. You ever get in the car and you got that stupid tire light on? Yes, because it's cold and your tire pressure so is less. That happened to me this morning. And I went to three gas stations to try and fill it up, and they were all frozen. None of them worked. And each one of them, of course, I put 75 the cents The air in. was frozen? The air, like the compressor didn't work. Really? And it just nothing, it just wasn't working. But I almost face-planted as I was trying. My hands were so cold. I was trying to take the cap off the um, the tire, yes. whatever the hell thing is. And I literally slipped on a piece of ice uh, that close. Face my, first. Oh, my God. Brutal. You know what that's like? It's 2.30 in the morning. And it was, you know, 21 degrees out. Not a good start to the day. Not mm-hmm. at all. Hmm. And you don't even have your tires properly inflated. I now. don't. And I'm just hoping when I go out there, A, my car's not towed. Because I yeah. think I was 14 and a half feet from the fire hydrant. Yeah. Um, oh, are you on Greenwich? Yeah. Me too. So, Maybe. I don't know where I am. Like, if you go, yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's just move on, Al. Um, I'll give you this. I'm pretty sure you're going to know the answer to this. But they actually did a st- <laughs> I don't understand a why. study? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why. So Wrangler actually surveyed, it doesn't say how many, but surveyed Americans about... Um, Who buy Wranglers? I guess, uh, yeah, I guess so. What embarrasses them the most? I'd say wearing Wranglers. Well, why would you say that? I wear Wranglers. You do? I don't know. I, I think I probably have a I pair of I think you're a Lee Jeans know. guy. Uh, I do have a pair. I think I'm wearing Lee right now. Lee, yeah. Yeah. I much. see Mike and Mike uh, advertise Lee jeans. You, Is you that mu- true? You must have purchased from their influence. Doesn't uh, Brett Favre do Wrangler? He does Wrangler, yes. I think I have Wrangler. I have Lee. Um, I don't know. I, I buy my jeans at Kohl's. I don't know what the hell I buy. And Drew Brees does one of those. Also. Brees does too? One of those pair right there. We got to get a jeans deal. Definitely. So for some reason, they decide they want to do this. I don't know why. What do you think was the most humiliating thing most people answered? From Wrangler? Yeah. Pooping their pants. First of all, who does that? What <laughs> not are you me, talking definitely about? not me. I don't know where that came from. Oh my God. No, but uh, loud gas. 
Oh, Vera was that right on it, Jerry. Is, well, not really. Yeah, Nobody nailed it. craps their pants okay. these days. My these God. These days, yeah. Kids do, I, I guess. Definitely. Not adults. Some adults. Loud gas followed by body odor. Okay. And bad breath oh. came in third. I cannot get past bad breath. I think bad breath's first, to yeah. be quite honest. I really do. Me too. Because here's the thing. Everybody, their brother, their mother, their grandmother, their father, their sister, and anybody down the line has gas from time to time. There's no reason... Listen, I'm sure we've all had it, but it's it's just it's it's rancid. It's awful, and I think more so if you are consistent with it. So, like, if you walk up to me one day, you know what? All right, fine. I've known you for however many years. One day, you had too much coffee, or you had a garlic bagel. Fair, it happens. Fine, but if it was every morning, right? That's a problem. Garbage and, breath. Yeah, it's just awful. No good. Yeah, you got no the listerine. I'm a big Listerine guy, you know, after brushing well, and flossing. But that's fine in the morning. You do go through your day, though. Right. It doesn't mean that you have to just be gross. Yeah. You're, and a lot of people don't floss, and they say a lot of times true. bad breath is the food caught between your teeth that's been sitting there. I can believe that. I could definitely believe that. I know I don't floss enough. Are you a daily flosser? Uh, no, I'd say a couple times a week. I really? do not do it daily. I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just simply, I don't remember to do it. I always do it on the weekends. I never, for some reason, the weekends, it's just, it's easy to remember during the week. It's a little more, I just sometimes uh, Just make don't. it part of your daily, uh, nightly routine. Because I don't have a daily, I really don't have oh, a don't. daily, night, re, nightly routine with these dumb cats in the house. My routine changes every morning. These cats are running everything. No, they're not running, they're not, but I wake up, instead of like, most people, I'm sure, your alarm goes off. You get up, you go into the bathroom, you get in the shower, you get out, you brush your teeth, you do your flaws, you go grab your stuff, and you're out the door, and it's like clockwork every day. As an example, this morning, I got up, almost killed myself, and tripped over one of them and almost fell down the stairs. So now all of a sudden, on my way to the bathroom, the one's killing me for food. All right, now I'm out of the routine already. Now I got to go inside, I got to get it food. Then I take the shower, and then I see the paw coming underneath the door. Now I'm off track again. Open the door. What do you want now? The one jumps in the tub. All right, now we got issues. Now I got to grab the stupid cat out of the tub that's not supposed to be in there. Now before I can do anything, I put my clothes on. Now I got to clean the tub because that's disgusting. And if my wife wakes up, that's not fair to her to wake up and see cat hair in the tub. So what routine do I have? I'm you, all out of whack. You got to train these cats better. I think we should lock them in a closet, person. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm or kidding. Relax. just have one cat or zero cats. See, I've solved it by having no cats. Right. Well, you just, you're not very adventurous. Yeah. Really, you just like your your nice, I like my, boring life. My scheduled things. I don't want cats interfering with my flossing or listerining. I'm with you, or something I, I like can't, that. I, but we're not getting rid of the cats. Oh. So yeah, that's what I got to deal with. Jerry, earlier today on the show, uh, we took a call from a guy in uh, uh, Car- how do you say Carnese Carnese? Yeah, let's go with that. What's the name of that town? I don't even know where it is. It's a. Uh, Carnoustie's in Scotland. No, no, no. It's a town Canarsie? in New York. Yeah, Canarsie. Oh, that's where I was born. That's yeah, where my yeah. parents were from. We took a call from a guy in Canarsie who said that he calls delivery services. I heard this. As this soon as the weather gets really bad. Yes. Just to see if they'll come out in the terrible weather. I love the story about dropping the key down to the guy. Yeah, I had to drop the funny. key down to the guy to let the guy in the building. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to order takeout. Like in the snow that we experienced, because I feel so bad for the person having to deliver me food. If I can't go out and get the food, then I should just make do with what I have in the condo. I think that's very nice of you. Right? Yeah, I do. Now, that having been said, if you did, 
and you give him a big tip. A big tip. I think that makes up for it. You I can't just give the guy a couple of bucks like a normal. You can't say, oh, by the way, thanks for bringing me pizza. Here's $3. Do you know I've never ordered delivery? Really? Never. Wow. How about you? Because I'm like, because normally you're getting delivered bad food for the most part. Oh, of course. Right. It's crap. So if I'm going to be lazy enough to get bad food, the very least I could do is go get it myself. Look at you showing initiative. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I don't Listen, like. I delivered pizza for six months. So most of the people that opened the door weren't exactly fit and trim. Yeah. That's a fact. And a lot of repeat customers. Did you have one of those hot bags that you kept your pizza in? Not at that time. I didn't, That actually. was back before the hot bag was, was invented. We're talking, I don't know when that was invented. I wonder who invented that, the hot pizza bag. I delivered in 92, I believe. Did you have to put the thing on the top of your car no. that said you were a pizza delivery no, guy? No, I had to do nothing like that. You know what the problem was with delivering the pizza was you don't real and you know, you do it for one day, it's fine, two days, okay. When you do it three, four, five days in a row, all of a sudden someone gets in your car and they're like, where's the food? Yeah. And your car just smells and your clothes start smelling. And I remember after about six months, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I also got tired of making a pizza boxes when it was slow. I thought as a delivery guy, if there's no deliveries, I sit there and I play cards or I watch the TV in the pizza place. Nuh-uh. Fold some boxes. Yeah, make the pizza boxes. Right. Although if your car had to smell like food, I would say hot pizza is the best. It's not, though. It's no, because it's it doesn't, I don't know how to describe it. It doesn't smell like hot pizza. It, it smells like hot smells cardboard? bad. Yeah, like when you get a pie, you get the smell of the pizza. There's no question. But I guess over and over and that combined with the smell of the, the, the fabric and your own odor and your own, it's just gross. And I remember I actually sold the car. I sold my car. Well, maybe it wasn't right then after that. But I didn't keep it much longer. Just smells. When the good. person came to buy it, we're like, were, did you have pizza in this car? No, they, they didn't. They did not. No. You got to Febreze those seats, I bet. I don't think Febreze was around in 1992, They didn't was have it? the hot pizza box holder or Febreze back then. I mean, as we found out from Boomer today, back in 1992, we didn't even have the internet yet. I guess we might have, but. We didn't have it. I got the internet in 1997. 97? That's when I, I got a computer. I, yeah, we were probably the in the mid-90s. But you were on your own already in 97. Yes, I right. was down in Florida. Yeah. In 97, I was still going to college. I was still home. Oh. I did not. I th- we had a computer in the house. I didn't have one in my room or anything like that. That was when like you would download pictures. Like if someone were to send you a picture, it would like take forever to download yeah. one picture. And everything in that dial. Remember the dial-up? What was the dial-up I had? AOL, CompuServe. No, there was that orange one. Earthlink. Earthlink. <laughs> that was it. And then Earthlink was like, we're five times faster than AOL oh. for like $7 oh. a month. So I bought that, and I'm like, oh, it was all awful. Yeah. But then again, who knew? And, and then now when, it's like a, it's like a cable channel. When internet cable happened, the internet speed, oh, game changer. Yes, that allowed me to do sports from from home on Fridays. I would work, I literally would work 9 a.m. to 2 a.m. from home. It was awesome. 9 a.m. to 2 a.m.? I did the double shift. Got paid handsomely. Wow. Yeah, it was really good. That was pretty good. Those were the days. Those were the days. That's what they say. So. Anyway. All right, Jerry. Uh, good start to the week. We're going to do this from California next week. We have figured that out, so that's kind of cool. Uh, what else? Anything else going on? That's all that's going on here. Chris Sims the rest Ooh, of the week yes. filling in for the boomers. Chris Sims. All right. Enjoy, man. I'll see you. Okay, see It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.